This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. There's certainly been a lot of conversation now about this number, which we'll give you in just a second, and specifically whether or not the U.S. economy is in recession. Certainly the state of the economy being watched as closely as ever right now. Inflation that we haven't seen in 40 years here in this country. You have that GDP number out earlier this morning, which came in as a negative number, down nine-tenths of one percent for the second quarter of the year, which does give us two consecutive quarters of economic declines, which is the technical definition of a recession. Yet still many economists don't feel like we have reached that point right now with the talk about a strong economy. We're joined by Mark Minervini, a stock trader, author of several books, uh, on stock trading. Uh, Mark, a pleasure to have you with us. Thanks for a few moments. And let's start off uh, with your reaction to the GDP number uh, down nine-tenths of a percent in the uh, in the second quarter of uh, of the year. Yeah, well, this is going in a direction that actually, you know, ultimately it will be good because in the short term, uh, of course, people are worried about recession. But just remember, you know, those who are bringing us the recession talk were also bringing us the uh, non-transitory inflation talk. So now the Fed has moved interest rates up. It looks like it's having some effect here. And bull markets are born out of recession. So while in the short term it may have an effect to uh, suppress the market a bit, uh, this will ultimately lead to the Fed uh, easing, uh, going back to uh, lighter monetary uh, policy, and that will be good for the stock market. Right. And, and so probably the 75 basis points said it was not a surprise to a lot of people. That was kind of expected can we start to even look at what we might see in September and later on in the fall from the Fed? Well, this is probably going to temper estimates. You know, everybody was thinking that they were going to get super aggressive here, but this certainly uh, will change things a bit. Powell has said that, you know, he will be incremental and uh, be uh, uh, looking at the data as it comes in. So I, I think this uh, slows them down maybe a little bit. Historically, what has going into recession meant for Wall Street? Well, you know, it, it, there's, a, there's a lot of interesting data right now. You know, if, if you don't have a recession here, or that's a, a strong recession, the majority of the damage has probably already been done. So if you take a look and you go back and you look at the history, not the average non-recessionary bear market drops about 25% over nine months versus about 35% over 15 months in a recession. So that's why it's important sort of to figure out if we're going to go into a deep recession or not, um, because this bear market has already gone down that amount. So we, it, would, it would suggest that most of the damage is done unless we go into a, a deeper recession. And with it, with or already uh, we're coming in here and responding so quickly to the interest rates, uh, this might be where, you know, the, the policy changes and we can avoid a very deep recession. And, and and I think that's a lot of the question right now, Mark, is whether or not we're kind of on the backside of this to begin with. You know, the Fed has taken a lot of criticism on, on being kind of slow to react. But as you alluded to, with the markets, the way they've reacted over the last, uh, you know, 12 months or so, uh, that maybe we are closer to the back end if we are in recession. Yeah, and that's a $64,000 question. You know, how, how bad is it going to get? But the economy is relatively strong and, and should be able to handle, you know, these interest rate uh, hikes. And, and, and like I said, of course, uh, you know, with the uh, GDP coming in here uh, 
far worse than expected. It may be seen as a, as maybe a short-term negative, but ultimately, as I said, bull markets are born out of recessions. If you take a look at GDP, when GDP is running 6% or better, that's when the market does the worst. And when it's negative GDP, that's actually when the market does the best because that's where you get the bottoms. But in the short term, you can still have uh, some pressure on the market. So short term, as you kind of alluded to, what's your expectation for what we should see play out on Wall Street here over the next several days? Well, you got to keep in mind, too, you know, we are in a bear market. And, you know, depending, of course, on, on, on whether we go into recession or not, you go back, you look at something like 2000. We had that long, drawn-out bear market. You had rallies of 40 percent, 30 percent, 50 percent. There was like five or six rallies that had these big rallies, but they were still within the context of a long-term downtrend. So even though you may get a rally here, I mean, maybe the, the S&P rallies back, the, the NASDAQ rallies back up near the 200-day, that would be a really big rally, but you would still be in a downtrend and you would still need some time. So I think that you still need time to carve out an effective bottom. And while you can make the lows, bottoming is a process. So it still may take time before stock really start getting going uh, across the board and you get broad participation. What are you most focused on regarding the economy right now to kind of give you the best read? Well, you know, believe it or not, the, the, the market is, is one of the best. It's one of the biggest leading economic indicators is the market itself. So um, I'm, I'm focused on the stock market. So like I said, there's some interesting data to look at here. We had a really bad quarter last quarter. And after you had declines of 15% or greater uh, in the S&P 500, as we did, there was only one period out of uh, the next one quarter, two quarters, three quarters, four quarters, eight quarters. There was only one period back in, uh, you got to go back to uh, 2008, the Great Recession, where you had negative returns. It was all positive returns going forward. So couple that with what's happening here in the economy, the market is telling us that we probably have 10% to the downside, maybe max here, and another leg down would probably be the last. But the market itself is really my lead indicator at this point. Is timing going to be an issue for those that are maybe have pulled some uh, resources out of the markets and, and maybe thinking about getting back in at some point? Well, of course, you know, timing is always the issue, and that's, you know, that, that really is a, it's a game of timing in the stock market. You know, those who are in there for the long term and buying and holding, certainly the S&P 500 uh, is going gonna, is gonna to fare fine. Uh, but as far as individual stocks are concerned, you know, we've seen so many stocks that have topped and went down 70, 80, 90 percent. Even some of the blue chip names and the very, uh, uh, you know, high end names also down 50, 60 percent. So, uh, you know, ho hopefully uh, those people uh, are able to uh, uh, time, time it a little bit better than they timed it off the top. What's your advice to to investors right now? Oh, my advice would be to just be patient and don't get too much in a rush. You know, it's, I don't think the market's going to just run away from you. You'll have a chance. Uh, there'll be pullbacks. There'll be sideways action here. Um, but there's still going to be some volatility. You know, we're still in this cycle. This rate cycle is still early. And uh, we're not out of the woods just yet. But we're, I, I think that we're in the later innings, maybe the seventh inning. And it's not there's so much negative sentiment. Everybody's predicting this big, long, drawn-out recession, and there's a lot of negative sentiment. And when you get consensus like that, it's usually wrong. Well, and I think the the concern for a lot of people when you're you know out out in the public looking at it is some of the dynamics in the economy just have not been good for for a while now. And as you alluded to, you know some of these 
you know, the, the core numbers on the street, like when you're thinking about gasoline prices and, and some of the food increases we have seen, uh, food price increases, that they've eased a little bit in the, in the last few weeks. Well, there's been lots of uh, – it's actually been uh, over months now that we've seen uh, peaks in areas of inflation. Lumber, copper prices peaked a while back, used car prices, uh, repossessions. Um, and, of course, we saw Walmart, Target, a lot of softening in the retail area. So there's been lots of signs that inflation is uh, peaking beneath the surface, but it hasn't been picked up yet maybe in the CPI. Uh, but, and, and then now with, with the negative GDP, I think we're seeing that that may be even more of a possibility that inflation might have peaked. The other side that a lot of people would be talking about would be labor. And, and we've heard the anecdotal stories of, you know, companies slowing hiring or they may be laying off a few people later on this year. But it doesn't seem like uh, at least so far it, it's an expansive level of pullback to the point where maybe we saw either two years ago or or during the financial crisis more, more than a decade ago. Mark, you know, it's a little tricky, you know, with the way supply chains happened, COVID, um, and then, of course, the government stimulus, it created a lot, a, a very weird dynamic and a lot of cross currents. So I, I think, you know, keying in on labor to really get any type of predictive uh quality out of, you know, the economic readings or however you want to put it, uh, is, is probably not the best place to look uh, to get any kind of, uh, you know, a lead time or any kind of leading indicator. That's going to be more coincident or lagging. All right. Great to have you with us, Mark. Thanks very much. All the best. Awesome. Thank you very much. You got it. Uh, Mark Minervini, uh, who, as we mentioned, author of best-selling books about the world of trading, uh, Trade Like a Stock Market Wizard and Think and Trade Like a Champion. Uh, also, uh, he is a creator of the Master Trader Program Super Performance Workshop, and that is coming up in November. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.